Real Rock Radio. We heard it. Rock Radio UK. Welcome to the Sunday Morning Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with Armitage. Tell me what's wrong 
Morning all, and that was the very excellent fixed up and borderline case from their just released single compilation CD, Who is Innocent? A single collection, 1983 to 1987. The band, who hailed from France, only released two albums before throwing in Le Serviette. Uh, the self-titled album was recorded over here in London with the second, Vital Hours, produced by Radio Birdman's Rob Younger and future Birdman bassist Jim Dixon. Both these albums have been remastered and re-released by Closer Records, with both receiving the odd bonus material. I have to admit, uh, I wasn't happy with the way that Friday's show came out. So much so that I haven't actually listened back to it. I don't know. But this week has been a real emotional struggle. I won't go into the finer details, but by the end of this year, I will have lost another close family member. Sister, uncle, dad, and soon another uncle, all gone 18 months. I guess as you get older, these things happen. You know, back in the day, dying was reserved for the elderly in nursing homes or rock stars ODing. It wasn't for us or our ilk. Like everyone else who had seen the heavy drapes, the news of the sudden death of vocalist Gary Borland, a.k.a. Deliberate on Tuesday from a heart attack, hit hard. Now, I'm not going to be so crass as to say that Gary and I knew each other, as we didn't. We weren't even friends on Facebook. Obviously, I followed heavy drapes on social media, but I'd only managed to catch them live once when they supported the boys earlier this year at the 100 Club. I was immediately put off by Gary, whose first utterance into his mic was, we're a punk band. Because, as I said on episode 587, what constitutes a punk band? The Pistols, The Damned and The Clash sounded nothing alike. Can you class the Ramones as punk? I mean, they were a sped-up Beatles on a Beach Boy trip. However, my put-offishness was extremely short-lived as a nanosecond into Heavy Drape's opening song, I could see why I was told I would like them. They had the songs, they had the attitude... If you remember, I said uh, that I talked to long-time social media and recent real-life chum Ray and his good lady wife Carol after the gig, where we came to the same conclusion. More Eddie and the Hot Rods and Ducks Deluxe than We're on the Dole and We Don't Care Brigade, with Hanging Like a Suicide coming across as the best song the professionals never wrote.
I know it's an easy thing to say, and a bit of a cliche, but you just don't know what's around the corner. There is a memorial, a fundraiser gig in memory of Gary on the 21st of September at the New Cross Inn. And if you can't make that and still wish to contribute, a GoFundMe campaign has also been set up. In 2018, a compilation albums of the best of this and that, or 20 greatest of the other variety, always smack of petrol station cashings, especially as the youth of today stream what they want to hear in what order they like. So I was surprised to see three CD sets of the greatest rock songs of the 80s, 90s and noughties. All the usual suspects were there, but in the midst of the obvious on the noughties one, I spotted Sartor and So Dressed Up that originally could be found on their 2006 Basement Noise album. So for no other reason apart from it's good and features Chips Kespi, here is So Dressed Up. get into some new music starting with the hip priests who have just released a split single with flash house hell's engine and killer hearts on speed freak records of course as a spadam gang member my copy was on pink vinyl with a coroner identification tag for lee love who it seems was struck down by a sense of his own worthlessness the dipshit's contribution is dead by sunday which is the last studio recording to feature the old four-piece lineup now if memory serves me well which sometimes it doesn't drummer joe blow blew out the band around october last year you know that was like six months ago hopefully in the near future we will be assaulted by new material from the five-headed wank machine that is known as the hip priests
Don't forget the Hit Priests are up at the Hope and Anchor on the 29th, along with the Black Bombers. Up next are Flash House and Yeti 69. And if you're not fully awake, you will be in 2 minutes and 13 seconds time. We only thought of ourselves as a good time rock and roll band, really. But we weren't trying to get a message across, apart from have a good time, you know, get pissed, get stoned and fuck a chick, you know. And that'll do. Split 7-inch is unofficially titled UK versus USA with Hell's Engine, the first of the US contenders. Up to this release, I had not heard of Hell's Engine, but thanks to Facebook, I do now. Reading from said social media, we learn that underdogs of the scene with a very big nasty bite, these four Houston punk and rock and rollers originally formed in 2004 and after both a hiatus and some restructuring reformed in 2015. With influences like Turbonegro, Motorhead and DRI, Hell's Engine will surely not be running low on fuel anytime soon. At the day after the Hit Priest's Hope and Anchor gig, a few thousand miles away, Hell's Engine will be revving up, dumping clutches, unless it's an automatic, in which case it will just be D will be selected, uh, with the Super Suckers at the White Oak Hall in Houston, where hopefully you'll get to hear their burnt offering of Lights out. band on the four car bill are the killer hearts who i had heard of with me playing their two tracks from their split with trouble boys on episode 597 and 598 respectively 
Under influences and likes the band Sight. Alice Cooper, Kiss, Thin Lizzy, ACDC, Imperial State Electric, Randy Rhodes, Rocky Erickson and 13th Floor, Elevators, Billy Gibbons, Faces, Rolling Stones, Beach Boys, Frank Zappa, Radio Burbank, T-Rex, Judah, Taxi, Baby Woodrose, Roxy Music, Dead Boys, Electric, Frankenstein, Candy Snatchers, Toilet Boys and the ever-present, etc. I mean, what's not lots to like? This is Buried in Leather. <laughs> singles and a nice one came my way earlier this week courtesy of beluga records from two of the best power pop kings of sweden as in roger Erstson from Erstson and butterflies and thomas nielsen from the mop top so up first it's roger Erstson and most guys which will swiftly be followed by thomas nielsen and too tired to sleep
breaking up with Armitage. Because he makes Sunday mornings great again. Those kind people at Beluga Records also sent me the new and first single from Vrud Up, who featured from, I think, the Blasting Fonders, but don't quote me on that. It's uh, Dan Lagerstedt, Magnus Norden, and Mankin Magnusson. In English, Vrud Up translates to Turn It Up with the title track of V Motdom, meaning Us Against Them. <laughs>
The Squirrel is currently in Finland where she saw the local band and Michael Monroe opening for the Hollywood Vampires with Ghost a day earlier at some festival or other. Uh, just over a week ago, Ghost released their new album, Prequella. Two tracks I've already played, that'll be Rats and Dance Macabre. I had a good old listen to it going down the M3 last Friday on my way to Bournemouth. It sounds like a band struggling to find a direction. Now, I can't claim to have been into Ghost since their get-go. I only came acquainted with them when the In Prestosurium album came out in 2014. I thought they were very original and very clever, but here's the thing that always faces a band that is known for a certain style and sound. Produce more of the same or go off on a tangent. Ghost seemed to be trying to balance between the two. It's an alright album, but having played it three times, I honestly can't see myself playing for it a fourth. For me, it's mediocre, it doesn't flow. It's almost like a career retrospective album of singles. All right on their own, put them together. It doesn't feel right. But what do I know? From Prequella, this is Pro Memoria. Who walks 
right back to dear old Blighty and Randy Savage's debut 7-inch is due out on the 13th of July. It's a double A-sided doodah that features the tracks Intercontinental and Guilty of Nothing. Uh, the band have a slurry of gigs lined up with the Lady Luck down in Canterbury on the 23rd, the first port of call with three inked in for July, three for August and even one already booked for November at the 100 Club. As I've already played Guilty of Nothing on episode 560, it only seems right and proper to play Intercontinental. So I will. Randy Savage's hit priest split single, anyone? Reissue time and Megadeth's debut, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good, has just been given the final kill treatment. Final kill, as it has in actual fact been released as a Dulux edition, completely remixed and remastered with several bonus tracks that was released through Loud Records in February 2002, with another coming out in 2009. With that CD itself pressed on black plastic with grooves on top to uh, imitate an LP. On that particular version, the cover of these boots, popularised by Nancy Sinatra, was removed. The one on the 2002 re-release was censored with bleeps due to copyright from the song's author, Lee Hazelwood, who did not approve of Mustaine's liberties with his lyrics. For the final kill version, these boots now features Hazelwood's original lyrics, a bit with the song down-tuned as a result. I do vividly remember, back in the day, Crang scribe Paul Miller, who sadly is now attending the great gig in the sky, writing that for a reissue, the song Enter Sandman was going to be added. I'm sure the title had been banded around whilst Mustaine was still in Metallica. As we all know, Metallica ripped off XL and tapping into the emotional void for Enter Sandman. Allegedly. (laughs) 
mentioned on friday we were unable to get into the camden assembly to see massive wagons at camden rocks as the queue was far too long with not enough people coming out so we could go in the half song of this that i saw suitably impressed me to go and get their 2016 welcome to the world cd i believe the half song that i saw was this one fee-fi fo-fum fee-fi fo-fum i smell the blood of an english rock and roll band
hints of jet boy jet girl in places finishing off today's show are plastic tears whose new album angels with attitude came out only two days ago plastic tears have been knocking around the scandinavian glam scene since 1992 when most bands that were forming were miserable plaid wearing grunge merchants not so plastic tears who still believed in rock and roll and all that it entails splitting up on stage fighting being dropped by record labels but still carrying on regardless from angels with attitude this is universal kid until friday take it easy (laughs) 